Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Spokesperson for the American College of Emergency Physicians. She's Dr. Lee. And the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Hi, thanks. Uh, thanks. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is uh, Health from the Outside In. And uh, there's a very interesting article that came out. Uh, there's always a talk about soda, and soda has been completely vilified. But some people have the idea that, you know, maybe you can drink diet soda, that it's the sugary drinks. And there's some interesting... Um, research out there that says, in fact, diet sodas might not be so good for us. So my, I want to welcome my guest, Isabel Smith. She is the founder of Isabel Smith Nutrition. She's a lifelong health and wellness and fitness expert, and uh, she's a nutritionist. Um, So welcome, Isabel. Uh, Thanks for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me. It's a treat to be with you today. So in any event, you know, soda, and I have to say, and there are certain things, you know, I I do love my Diet Coke. I'm Coke, not Pepsi person. And (laughs) it does taste (laughs) different to me. And I, you know, not to date myself, I've been drinking diet soda since before there was Diet Coke. Um, You're probably younger, so you don't remember Tab, (laughs) which I think Uh they brought back. They have brought it back. You're right. It's on the shelf now. <laughs> um, which actually probably was horrible tasting. And, you know, diet sodas a long time ago, I mean, and I was in high school at the time when they were talking about all these artificial sweeteners like cyclamates, and they took that off the market because of cancer. And mm-hmm. supposedly saccharin caused cancer, but it's been around so long, and I the mice had to eat something like, you know, 20 times their weight in saccharin. Mm-hmm. Um so, so far we haven't seen droves of people dying from saccharin, but they keep coming out with these new artificial sweeteners. And we know that Coke and sugary drinks are bad and we're drinking too many of them, big gulps and things. But people have this idea that if you drink a diet drink, that it's going to be okay. But there's a whole bunch of different ramifications related to artificial sweeteners and diet sodas. So what are some of those? It's true. You know, I find that there's a lot of thought that, oh, well, if it doesn't have sugar and it doesn't have calories, it must be good for me, right? It'll help me keep my weight off. It's hydrating, et cetera, et cetera. But really, as you mentioned before, the research is really showing up that there could potentially be a lot of negatives, maybe just as much, if not more, than the regular sodas. So the the regular sweetened sodas. So A couple of things that I think are most alarming, really the first one to me, is that the the artificial sweeteners in the sodas and a lot of the other chemicals, but really the artificial sweeteners may be throwing off our balance of healthy to not so healthy bacteria in our gut. You know, Mm -hmm. we are more bacteria than we are human cells. So it's really important that our bacteria is really in favor of healthy bacteria um, as it's helpful with immune boost, with our immune system, with, of course, digestion. Um, regulating insulin, hunger hormones, you know, it goes a long way. So that's certainly one of them. Um, You know, I think also we get sort of a falsified understanding of being satisfied by these artificial, you know, artificially sweetened and ingredient-laden sodas, um, which can actually, for some people, end up leading us to, you know, more calorie consumption. Um, You know, there's a whole host of them. Really, there's caffeine, which can dehydrate us. The list goes on and on. There's lots of things that are negative about these artificial 
Well, so so that is interesting. I know that a lot of these artificial sweeteners and every, you know, new ones come out. There's this new one, mm-hmm. Swerve, that they say, oh, it's granular measures sugar for sugar. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them, you know, they're called artificial, but things like Aerotol, Arit- they, they are, some of them are plant occurring, Stevia, right. right? So some of them do occur in nature, right? They're this... Mm-hmm. Sugar mm-hmm. alcohol thing, yep. Which you know, anyone that's been on a diet or Atkins or any kind of low carb <laughs> diet that's had a lot of sugar alcohol, they know sorbitol, right? That does affect your gut. Talk about you know getting bloated and gassy. Well, so exactly. um, so even though they might not be truly artificial in the sense that they do occur in nature. They're just not something that humans digest, right? No, exactly. And, you know, so, for example, stevia is so popular right now. Um, And the stevia side, which comes from, you know, a leaf, a plant, is so further than processed uh, to create a granular-like product. You know, they might be adding either maltodextrin or, in some cases, xylitol. And, you know, depending on what they're using, may actually have MSG in in the... products that they're mixing the stevia side with to create this granular like sugar product. So even so what happens is, is even though some of these ingredients are, you know, originally natural, what we've done to them is taken them so far from their original place. And so they end up sort of in a in a worse place than they started out when, you know, xylitol, you're right, xylitol is, is naturally occurring as you said before, the sugar alcohol. But of course, as you mentioned, you know, a lot of them come with warning labels on the box that use in excess and have laxative like effects. Right. You know, so, so it's sort of like, you know, you, you got to be careful with all of this stuff, whether it's natural or not, because the likelihood of it being in its original form, unless you use something like a stevia extract or, you know, a stevia leaf extract really isn't natural. Right. And God, we're learning more and more how the our back gut bacteria can affect us for so many things. The other thing that I thought was interesting uh, related to this was that a a new study came out that said, okay, so first of all, you know, people drink tons of Diet Coke, yet they're obese. Mm -hmm. And that's probably because your body thinks you're getting something sweet and then you get no calories. So they're finding that these can affect your insulin, uh, mm-hmm. which is interesting because it's sugar. When your body takes in sugar, your insulin level goes up. And when insulin is high, you can't lose fat. It causes you to store the sugar, the glucose as a fat. But now they're finding studies, these artificial sweeteners can also do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know, and it's, and it's amazing <clears throat> because I think the thought for so long has been, you know, anybody with diabetes or you know, a blood sugar dysregulation, let's give them artificial sweetener, sugar-free stuff. And, you know, I've certainly had clients that I've taken off art of the, all the artificial sweeteners and their blood sugar has dropped. You know, and again, this is case by case, but a lot of them on the whole, their blood sugar drops from, you know, I've had clients go from 500 to, you know, much, much lower just by cutting out these artificial sweeteners. Huh. So our, the, these you know, were diabetics, right? Yeah, I mean, these, these were diabetics. Yeah, these were diabetics. And so, you know, the thing is, is that we have over time evolved to expect a certain amount of calories with a certain amount of sweetness. You know, and the problem with these artificial sweeteners is that they are between 400 and, say, 8,000 times sweeter than regular sugar. So your body senses all of that sweetness and expects a lot of calories, which sends insulin levels up and all of these hormones 
in our bodies make room for all this sugar and sweetness and calories that's apparently going to be ingested. And then, you know, your body is prepared for it and gets nothing, right? So it's causing insulin levels and other hormones that are similar to kind of go up and down. And you're right. That does not help with, with preventing um, adiposity in the, in the, you know, in the stomach area with anything. It doesn't help us to lose weight whatsoever. So right. really, they don't have no effects. They have a big effect. Really? So your recommendation, and when you were saying the processing, so do you think the liquid forms of these, Stevie, a little bit? I mean, even if you cut out adding it yourself, so many other things today has it, you know, know. whether it's drinks or whatever. So it's it's hard to get rid of totally. It's really hard, you know, and I think the most surprising recommendation that I make is to try and use, if you're going to, let's say, use an artificial sweetener packet in your coffee, use regular sugar. One packet of sugar is 15 calories, which for most of us, unless you're using excessive amounts, is really not overly offensive in my opinion. You know, I think that if we can find ways to, of course, cut back on the artificial sweeteners, but if you're using anything to sweeten anything, keep it real because your body knows what to do with it in small amounts. Um, I think that that's definitely the way to go. And reading nutrition labels, the ingredient labels are key. Yeah, that is uh, really some some good advice. And, you know, I think you point out a very good thing that moderation, you know, a little bit of sugar in moderation is not going to kill you, literally. <laughs> so I want to thank my guest. It's been really interesting. This is the Dr. Levin Oker Show, Health from the Outside In, where feeling good starts with looking good. Stay tuned into your health.